Hi guys, welcome. This week on the Dr. Nurse Podcast, I have Sadie Glisson. She is a registered nurse and the founder of The Remote Nurse, which is an online community and job board designed to connect nurses, nurse practitioners, and PAs to remote clinical jobs. Sadie has experience working from home as an RN for several years, and she now is using her expertise to help clinicians find and land the remote job of their dreams. Guys, strap in. This is a great episode. I had way too much fun recording this with Sadie. She's got such a great heart and just drops so many truth bombs along the way. I really think you're going to get a lot out of it. Have a great week and uh, stay safe out there, guys. Hi, welcome to the Dr. Nurse Podcast. Today we have on Sadie Glisson. She is a registered nurse and a certified tumor registrar, and she is the founder of The Remote Nurse, an online community and job board designed to connect nurses, nurse practitioners, and our PA friends to remote clinical jobs. Sadie has been working from home as a nurse for several years and knows how to use her expertise to help other clinicians find and land the remote job of their dreams. So she's going to come on today and share her journey, guys, and how she built the remote nurse. She was requested by a listener. So I am doing as I as I promised that if you reach out to me and ask me to talk to somebody, I will do my best to beg them to come on and talk to me. So thank you, Sadie, for coming on. Yeah, you're welcome. No begging required. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's jump right in. So tell me a little bit about what your day looks like and kind of how you see your job role. Actually, these days, this is my job. I just do the remote nurse. I'm no longer a nurse. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm a nurse. You're always a nurse. Good point. Yeah. nurse, I guess. Yeah. I'm myself. But yeah, that's my day. Now I do this. I find jobs all day. I network with companies. I try to get people jobs, and that's my job. <laughs> that is incredible that you were able now, again, we'll, we'll start from the top and you, I like to start with the moment you decided to become a nurse, because I think that's a really pivotal moment for people. But just to clarify, you were working as an RN and now you've been able to supplement your income by doing this remote nurse, helping other people, joining your membership, crash courses, all this stuff has now completely supplemented your life. Yeah. And your finances. Okay. Making that very clear for our listeners. This is amazing. <laughs> Sadie, walk me through the very beginning of when you were decided I'm going to be a nurse to how you got to the point you were today. Yeah, so I didn't know I wanted to be a nurse until pretty much like it was time to pick a job or like a career. <laughs> I was like two years into college. I'm like, all right, so what am I going to do? So I, it was like 2008, so the market was crashing and like nobody was getting jobs. So it felt like Nursing was a good one or engineering was another one I was going to do, but I got kind of intimidated by engineering. <laughs> That's a lot of guys. It was a huge thing that made me want nursing. I just felt it kind of like felt that it was mm-hmm. going to be the thing I needed to do. So I did that right out of nursing school. I, I was kind of like having a problem because I didn't want to work at the bedside. I wasn't really wanting to work inpatient. So what was it about inpatient that you were like not feeling this? I just, I don't know. 
I don't actually have reason. I just didn't. Just knew like, it wasn't for you. I didn't want it. I really was more interested in like school nursing and public health because we had some rotations in there and I really liked that. So that's kind of what I was hoping for or even like, I don't know, just yeah. not really bedside. So yeah, that was a little hard in the beginning because there's, I was a new grad, so it wasn't like, oh, everybody wants to employ me. One of my old instructors had worked at like the, the health department in the city that I lived in. So I reached out to her and she recommended me for some, like, it's kind of like a Medicaid care coordination, case management type job. They were opening yeah. like four positions and they paid terrible. So it was perfect. I was a new grad. They need, <laughs> like nobody else would accept that pay except me. So, and there were four spots. So there was like no competition. So. <laughs> I'm not sure if there was only one spot that it would be given to me, but yeah. <laughs> You're like, the bar was really low. It was great. <laughs> a small town. I'm like, who else you got? It's me. <laughs> Sorry. So I did that. It was pediatric care coordination for mostly neuro kids, like seizures and epilepsy and autism and stuff. So I did like care coordination for that. So that's a lot of working with their insurance company. And which was Medicaid at the time and helping them kind of navigate their care. So they, all, all these kids have special needs. So they have lots of needs like PT, OT, ST, all these things. So yeah. you kind of are like the point contact when they go to their PCP and they get a referral and then they're like, I don't know what to do with this. So they call you. Yeah. And so then I'm trying to like navigate where to send them based on like where they live, their transportation needs, because the certain population didn't always have like access to all the things that we're used to. Like, I can't drive there. So like, then you're helping them get assistance to drive. And so there's a lot of like moving pieces. It was very complicated. <laughs> so after a couple of years of that, I got a little bit burnt out by that. Just that specific population doesn't, the, the insurance doesn't offer what they need. And that is where I'm like hard to do yeah. because you're wanting to help them and they need the most help and they get the least help. So it's so hard. Like it's really hard emotionally to like deal with that yeah. especially uh -huh. kids and like families. So after that, I did uh, clinical research. So I did pediatric oncology clinical research coordinator. That's what I was. And that was better. Uh, I did like a mix of patient care and then like computer type work. And that was good. So I did that for two years. And then after that, I became a oncology data abstractor. And that was the first remote job I actually did. Yeah. Um, and did you, did you find that job or did that job find you? I found that job because I, my husband was going into the military at the time and I was about, I wanted to have babies soon and I didn't want to, I was having like another crisis. <laughs> I was like, I really want to be a stay-at-home mom, but I don't need to work. And I thought I could blend the two by working from home, which is actually not true. But at the time, that was kind of like my motivating factor. And so I spent about six months just like ingesting the internet and doing anything I could about like remote jobs. I didn't really even know you could work remotely as a nurse. So I was kind of going at as like, what remote jobs can I do in general? Like even healthcare jobs or I don't know. And then I stumbled into a lot of jobs that nurses could do. So after that, I finally landed that job after kind of configuring basic based on like I had oncology experience, I had research experience. So some of those kind of led into like this oncology research and data abstraction. So that's how I landed that. Yeah. And then I did other data abstraction things and quality control and stuff. And then I 
birthed the remote nurse and that kind of derailed my nursing career and went into this thing. Yeah. So tell me about this birth of the remote nurse. And again, now it's like a full grown man. I mean, it's like, it's grown. (laughs) It's an adult now. So yeah. How did you do this in such a short time? And and when did you start the remote nurse? Let's start there and then tell me about, yeah, how it's been growing and kind of organically just kind of sprouted. Yeah. So I think I said it, I started as a Facebook group. It was called remote nursing jobs. And I was just, I was on a bunch of different Facebook groups and for nurses and they were always asking like, how can I work from home? And I had already gone through six months of finding all this information, but I'd always be dropping information like, look here, look here, do this search. And so I was like, why don't I just make my own group? Like, see, just see if people want to join it. <laughs> yeah. And they did. So that was in 2018, I believe. Yeah. 2018. That's, it's not that, it's not taking that long. No, no, it doesn't. And I really didn't even make it a, into a business until a year later in about 2019 or, or 2020 or something like that. Yeah. So it's really only been a full-fledged business for about two years. And yeah, it. It started with me just going to Indeed and finding these jobs and saying, here, look at this one, or look at this one. Or people would say, this is my experience. Like, what what kind of jobs can I do? And I'd send them a couple of links and be like, look at these, look at these. And then it kind of transformed into a job board because that was a little bit more organized than a Facebook group. And then I transformed it more into like a membership and like there's more hands-on kind of care with that. And that's kind of what funds the entire business itself. So yeah. <laughs> Incredible. So your journey is inspiring because one of the things that I love to promote here on the podcast is that you can, as a nurse or as a nurse practitioner, start something on the side, grow it, and allow it to set you free from the hospital. Like you don't have to continually go to the hospital and work for 35 years and retire when you're 65 years old. Like you are not 65 years old and you, have created something that, yes, you work out every single day. It's not like you're not working, but it gives you a sense of freedom that you're not dependent on whatever the hospital gives you. And so I just think that is quintessentially the doctor's podcast. If I could have a definition in somebody's face, you would be there because that is <laughs> essentially like exactly just like that. Because exactly like that. Because I I completely believe in this. And I think that it's so awesome that you found a hole and a niche and a gap and you filled it. And so, yeah, totally inspirational. So cool. And I want to know throughout this journey, I know it has not been roses and butterflies and unicorns and ponies. I know that there's been hard moments and times where you're just like, this is tough. I'm not going to make it. I can't do it. Yeah. How did you overcome those times? Or can you tell us a time that you were like, that's it. Sadie's out. Can't do it. And then you... <laughs> you've been able to overcome yeah for the remote nurse itself for me it hasn't been like there haven't been huge like crisis moments where I'm like what am I doing because it's something that I really enjoy doing and again I did it for a year without any money or any business model behind it it was just something I liked doing the biggest things that are challenging are just like being business owner and creating new things and putting them out there it's it, it's like vulnerable and, and mm-hmm. requesting money for those things is like especially hard for me and a lot of people so that was like the biggest challenge really is like my own my own mind and my own setbacks which every like entrepreneur and business owner they go through that everybody does that's yeah 
part of the reason most people don't become one because it's like scary. Like you're putting you're putting yourself out there and you're like requesting money back. And something about that is just so intimidating because you, you just like the imposter syndrome and like, who am I to request money? And I should do this for free. Meanwhile, like you're going to a hospital and they're paying you for something that's supposed to be like your calling, but it's like not okay if you're doing it as like that's bad but that's all the things that like go on in your head so that's the biggest struggle yeah and i would wonder special nursing career is the one that more so i had crisis moments in because it really like at a point became like not aligned with me anymore and if i'm completely honest going into it i probably am not like the prototype nurse that Hmm. you know maybe would be a better nurse. Like I, I'm more of an introvert. I'm not very, I'm more of like a communicator to the masses and not like a one-on-one person, which nursing is like straight one-on-one. So what was I thinking? Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> we always just knew it was going to take me where I needed to go. And it had a lot of options. And that was always like a good thing for me. Yeah. Um, I hit some roadblocks with that. <laughs> that's, that's actually really good that you say that. And I think and there's so many things I can talk about within what you're saying, but we need all types of nurses. That's one thing that I just kind of help kept hearing is that just because you think like, well, it's not really like, again, my gifting, I'm not really this way. Yeah. There is something in this space for you. So just don't think that you've got to do this one thing. So I like that. And then the second thing that you said that I liked in the beginning of your career, oh, you said that you didn't really think that you, you, you've noticed that like you were burning out and like, you were just kind of like, this isn't for me anymore. Or like you knew in the beginning that you didn't want to do bedside nursing. And I think that that is something that we need to be more accepting of. Like, there is nothing wrong with this. In fact, I'm going to go so far to say it is totally acceptable, should be completely normal. We should be encouraging this in nursing school. Like, if you don't want to do this, don't go in here and let us show you other options. Because Mm-hmm. whenever people like again I felt almost groomed I know that sounds like a creepy word that word groomed it just sounds creepy but like I just <laughs> feel weird. like but no I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I just has weird like things but I did I felt groomed to go into the hospital it was like the only spot you could go and I love that you resisted almost like that salmon like like fighting upstream like that's the picture I have of you of just being like no I'm not doing that I'm gonna swim this <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm going to swim the other way. And I love that. Like, I wish I had your cojones to be able to just go like, no, like, I'm going to swim against the stream, which is pulling us all this way. I'm going to go and create something by yourself. So it's not a surprise to me that you created something even more amazing. That was another thing you were saying that you have to create. And that's the hard part about entrepreneurship. So hopefully I finished that thought. But my next thought that I liked what you said about creating content. I'm all over the place. I'm a mom. It's like, it's like. Five browsers are open. Perfectly. <laughs> yeah, totally know what you're talking about. No, is that the, the creating part is the toughest part with entrepreneurship because you have to like get alone, get quiet, especially when you're a mom. And it's really hard to like get alone and get quiet. And so and to think and to create and then to be like, and this is worthy. This is worth being paid for. Like I deserve to be paid for this. That is a, that is a feat in and of itself. That's the hard um, part. Yeah, I love that you, how well you described that. It was perfect. So um, any, any other highs or anything that you thought this was a really great moment and the day that you reached X amount of dollars in your business or the day that whatever, there was a real high moment that you could just share with my listeners to go like, this is worth 
the squeeze? Yeah. Well, the day I was really able to quit my nursing job was like the day I was like, I, I just didn't even think that was going to be possible for me ever. Cause unless I ended up being a stay at home mom, then like, okay, cool. But now that I am a mom, I'm like, oh my God, no, <laughs> can't do that job. But yeah, the day that I like no longer was bound by my nursing career was like the day I really felt like free and like it was, <laughs> and it was like all worth it. It was all worth it along the way. It's just, it was becoming, it was taking up so much of my space that I had nothing. There's only so much that could fill that, that one container. So it was like either I had to continue working or I had to continue business because it needed to grow. Like the business needed to grow. And there's plenty of other people trying doing what I'm doing now. So I knew like, if I don't do this, somebody else is going to do it. Like, so either it's going to die with me and go with somebody else or, or not. So it was kind of like that moment where I'm like, I'm just going to have to go for it. And, and it did, it did work. I did have like, it's not, this isn't like copy paste kind of advice because I had a lot of support too. I have a husband who works like. I had that security to jump off a cliff and know like, oh crap, if I fell, (laughs) something would catch me or I could go get my job back. Like they'll take me back. Like it wasn't like, it it takes courage, but it's also like, it is really hard for people who don't have like that security. Like I could never have done it unless I felt like I was safe to fall, you know? Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you're enjoying the conversation. I want to take a second to remind you guys to join the Dr. Nurse Podcast email list. Weekly, I send out emails about podcast episodes, blogs I'm creating, with information about nursing, motherhood, finance, health and wellness, how to build side hustles. It's all there. I want to provide nurses with information that I'm gleaning as I grow my business and my podcast. And now I have to tell you guys about today's sponsor. The Dr. Nurse Podcast is sponsored by The Network Nurse. You guys know that I love Savannah Arroyo and her whole team at The Network Nurse. I've actually had her on my podcast, so check out her episode if you're wanting to know more about her and what she does. Her Network Nurse team is on a mission to empower nurses to take control of their net worth. The Network Nurse is an educational site where nurses come together to learn about wealth building strategies. Their website has blogs, instructional downloads, video courses on real estate and investing, personalized coaching, and an interactive and growing community of like-minded individuals. The Net Worth Nurse has everything you need to grow wealth. Be sure to check them out in the links in my show notes, and let's get back to the conversation. So it's, I totally understand why it's so hard for people, and that's why it's really good to start slow. And start yes. a baby step, start like an hour a week, two hours a week, you know, and yeah. try to try to start creating that income stream while you're, you're in your main job. And then when you're getting burned out with that job, this is something I still do. Like I'm starting different businesses and stuff. And sometimes I'm like, the remote nurse is like taking up my time. And it's like, you get into that thing. But really now it's like, I look at it as this is such a gift that is giving me the stability and the security to try something new where I wouldn't be able to do that if I didn't feel safe to. So even if you're resenting your current job or you're burned out, you can kind of try to look at it as a way of like, it's your security right now. And it's allowing you to try to do something new. I love that. I love that. That is so well described. And 
It, it truly is. And again, I had a conversation with our writer, Beth Haynes, and she talked about a similar thing of just, and it makes you work differently too. Like when you're at work and you're building something out the side, and as that thing is starting to pick up steam, she's just kind of like at different points in the day when stuff would go wrong, she's like, but I'm building my side business, it's fine. Like you can kind of have that mindset where you're like, I'm going to be okay. Like, cause I'm doing this other thing for myself. And so it yeah. does give you like this mindset shift and you start to kind of see opportunities more so than problems. And then I also think it's really cool how you were kind of describing, you know, the remote nurse was starting to require more of you. And so you had to go into it because you're like, it needs to grow. Like it needs its gardener tending to it all the time. I, I can't tend to all, all these other gardens anymore. It's just too much. Um, mm -hmm. And that I kind of get this, like this word picture of like, you setting fire to the ships and yes you could go back maybe but like you're probably not and so you yeah. just kind of set fire to the ships and you're like all right we either like there's this story where like they're the prince i guess the fighters were like we, we need to go we can't fight let's get on the ships and he's like set the ships on fire burn it and we, we need to fight but or we get in the water like there is no there is no option <laughs> but like hearing you describe like I got to grow it. Like, I'm going to have to just let the ships burn because I got to go in this direction. I got to move towards yeah. the remote nurse and I got to grow it. Like, I think that's really cool. And you, and I love that you started small. You didn't overextend yourself. You didn't just like completely burn the ships with nothing going forward. You're like, okay, we have some of the tools. We got the stuff that we need to fight. We can do this. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then you really set ablaze the thing that you had going. It was smart, smart move. Any yeah. mentors? Has anybody helped you in your journey to where you are today? Or have you just been a lone ranger? Well, primarily I'm alone. Like I try to do things. I try to like make my decisions alone because I will get like clouded by other people's opinions and stuff. But I do have people that I like the stay at home nurse podcast, Deanna. She, she's somebody that I talk to weekly actually and her and Janine wow. um, Kelbach. She does nurse writing type business as well as the other lady there's a couple of them who do that actually but yeah so then I talk to them weekly we do like kind of a mastermind type thing where we just talk about our business and yeah. give each other ideas and stuff and it's pretty informal but they they have helped me like with more of like strategy and just ideas that I hadn't thought of and stuff like that so usually I try to take it like create the information like myself first so that I'm not doing things for wrong reasons and stuff, like really trying to make my business based on like my needs and stuff. But then once I have like an idea, then I'll, I'll try to bring it out to people who I feel like have some knowledge in that area and say like, this is my idea. Like, I want to do it this way. Are there any red flags? Like it looks good. Or they're like, yeah, you should totally do it this model and you'll make more money and it'll be better. And it's like, oh. I wouldn't have thought of that. So yeah, I do. And then I, I listen to podcasts pretty much three hours, four hours a day, <laughs> yeah. just in the background of always listening to podcasts and, and information that way. So just the entire universe of podcasts have informed me a lot. And then of course, Google, Google's like, not this. <laughs> Google is everything. So there's this, this hilarious, what was that? I said the internet itself is everything to me. A hundred percent. There's this hilarious reel that like, I love and I need to do it. But like, she's like, the first part says, like, I'm so excited. Like, my family's so proud of me. I'm finally a nurse. And then, like, the screen shoots over and the person's typing into Google, like, how to insert a Foley. And, like, it's just, like, this, like, hilarious moment where it's, like, people think that you're doing and you're Googling everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
You don't want to know. <laughs> but I'm this their history on Google. It's nothing right. Don't tell me what I looked up. I don't want to know. I was just confirming my knowledge that I already knew. I was looking for a video so somebody else could, yeah, do it. <laughs> but, you know, I'm good. Oh, my gosh. All right. So the last question of the podcast is, if you, there's a new nurse, she's starting off in a career. She's hearing us talk. She's like, there's two women. And then they're like, and she's like, but, but I, I need help. I need to know what to do in my career. And I need you to give me a piece of advice to hold on to and a piece of advice to toss. What would you say to that new nurse? What would you say is a piece of advice that you would give her to say, listen to this, hold on to it for your whole career. And this is garbage. Throw it out. Yeah. Yeah, I would say just, you have to, I really, you really have to learn to like, listen to your own self. That is so hard. Like, it sounds like, oh, listen to yourself. That's so easy. But it's not like a lot of the thoughts and stuff you have are other people's thoughts. It's other people's opinions and their, and their guidance stuff. And, and people are most of the time they're, they're, they have a good intention. Like they're trying to help you, but their intentions are given to you based on their needs and their values and what they like and what they would want or think they want. <laughs> it's a whole nother thing. But so a lot of times we go into our career just taking like these external voices and being like, okay, well, it, and it's a lot of like fear-based stuff. Like, well, I, I, I'm going to fumble if I do this or I won't ever get a job if I don't have a year of med surge experience or blah, blah, blah. So it's a lot of like fear. So I think just like trying to learn how to quiet other people before you seek that advice, sometimes it's helpful because you can at least get an idea of like, what is important to me? What kind of schedule is important to me? What kind of people do I like to help? Like, do I like to help kids? Do I like to help like, hospice patients or something like what's something that really fulfills me and then and then try to be like okay these three directions I like let's start going down those and then seeking kind of like expert advice like you're maybe interested in hospice but somebody's like no you need to go med surge it's like okay cool let me talk to a hospice nurse because they're probably gonna be able to guide me like in the, the values and direction I'm going so I think, yeah, just kind of centering yourself, getting your own advice first, and then asking other people to help you like execute that plan is more of a better way, I would say, to go through your whole career. Yeah. No matter what turn, go, you're never going to probably go one straight line. So you're probably going to be turning all the time, like this specialty, this degree, whatever. But yeah. honestly, like listening to what you want and what's important to you and then seeking out like confirmation or, or guidance for that, I think. Yeah, that that's really, really good. Yeah, that's no, that was really good because it's something that I talk a lot about here on the podcast is creating space because in order to do that work, I think that's self-care right there. What you just described because mm -hmm. self-care mm -hmm. isn't a pedicure or a manicure or a facial or just like reading a book in like a corner. Like I really believe that like self-care is when you hear from yourself and you hear what yourself is needing and then you try to meet that need for yourself. So in order to do that, you've got to get alone. You got to get quiet. You got to meditate. You got to, you might seem crazy, but you're sitting by yourself and you're really just like in a field. Maybe you're in your backyard and you're just like, play some really chill music and you're just back there. You're like, what am I, what is, what, if, what lights me up inside? What am I passionate exactly. about? What is something that I'm good at? And then yeah. again, you might find where that inter intersects with something that you can create and creating margins and space allows your brain to 
if you're not so fight or flight all the time, you can create and you can have this really cool experience that you make something for yourself. And it could be an Etsy shop. It doesn't have to be in nursing. It can be something completely unrelated that you're just like, I am a nurse and now I create resin badge holders. Yes, you do. (laughs) You know? And so that's what lights you up inside because you love to get on your cricket and create for 45 minutes. Like that's what you love to do. So it doesn't have to be one thing and it doesn't have to look like one thing. And I think that's really what I want to keep fighting is this, this, it has to be this thing. It has to look this way. Let's swim against the stream and be salmon. Let's be salmon nurses. Um, And yeah, do it. Agree. I totally agree. And I agree because. I have the remote nurse and that's everything, but I'm starting something new that is, has nothing to do with nursing. And like, that's scary too. Cause I'm like, why? Like, <laughs> like, I don't want, were you saying? No, you won't say it. Okay. Whenever you're ready, whenever you're ready. I said, I'd love to hear what it is, but whenever you're ready, if you're not ready yet. Spiritual writing and like, I don't even know I'm creating it now, but <laughs> Just more of like a spiritual account, like stuff like that and writing. Yeah, that's what I have for now. But that's what I'm starting new. And yeah, it's like it had nothing to do with nursing. So and it's just not, it might flop, like it might suck. (laughs) And if it does, I'll just close the account and I'll do something else. Like, yeah, you really don't have to do anything related to nursing. I even think sometimes, well, maybe I should say like I'm a nurse on it so that like I know I don't really care like <laughs> I'm doing the nurse thing over here like this is not this is something another part of me so yeah try anything it doesn't That's have to so be nursing cool. it could be whatever you like to do I love that whatever it is it is I had a lady on the podcast and she's a poet and she wrote this beautiful poet or poem poet beautiful poem about the night shift and working the night shift. And it is, I have her, have her read it on the podcast. It's coming out this week. Um, it is, so, I, ha, I was in tears in my eyes. She was describing the spiritual, emotional journey of working on the night shift. And she's a nurse. And it was just, it was so cool. And I, I wanted her to read it because it just, she has the heart behind it. Yeah, I was emotional. And I was like, look at this nurse. That's just like out here just doing, doing. Hi. I wasn't a haiku, but yeah. I and like she's just creating. And so yeah. the night shift is such a mystery too. Like there's probably it probably was really like beautiful. It was. It like really was. <laughs> yeah. And just exactly like they're supposed to be sleeping, but some of that sometimes that doesn't happen. And it was just deep. It was super deep. And so I love it. Whatever you're creating, keep doing it. I love it. So for the last part of the interviews, I've taken enough of your time, is the rapid fire questions, okay? So these are just, I want to see your pants, get ready to pull onto your seat because it's coming. What habit do you have that makes you the most successful? Again, just like the intuition, the self-intuition, just listening to, listening, listening. That's a skill. Like just listening to what I'm receiving. Like if I have some like gut feeling to go with something, I, a lot of times I trust that. Like. Even if I'm like, who am I to do this? Like, (laughs) just, I feel like just listening is a lost art. Like nobody is able to listen to themselves. Nobody has the time or space. And like, if you can just quiet yourself and listen to yourself, there's so much information you already have and you already know about yourself. So I feel like that's like the skill I have that really helps me like with everything in life. 
So, yeah. Gosh, I feel like I could talk literally all podcast episode on what you just said. That's just awesome. We will record another one. Yes, let's do it. And then what is your favorite color? Oh, I like, like, okay, it's very specific. It's like a deep, like a deep pink magenta, like purple-y color. I don't know. I'm not gonna wearing like muted colors but for some reason that's like my favorite color interesting it's probably like some like energy or something from it yeah just like right yes. hot clothes like hot pink beautiful which is not me like <laughs> but yeah it is my favorite color the last one where i guess this is kind of going on with being remote where do you go when you want to be alone i am alone 90 percent of my life <laughs> well okay. i do have kids and a family but i guess i i'm conditioned to think that's alone time now <laughs> but no um my kids do go to daycare so and this business isn't like full-time hours i probably work like 20 hours a week so the i really during the weekdays i stay at home and i take baths and i just go outside and like that's my alone time i have a lot of alone time i actually like i feel like i need a lot of alone time to yeah. function so yeah i heard you say on another podcast that you're introverted and so you're like i'm very okay just like being alone and it was funny one of the guys i interviewed he said that he washes his car in order to be alone so i just thought it was like this yeah i thought it was a really interesting question because i wasn't expecting that to be like the response i got from people i thought like oh i go to a park and but he was just like, I go and wash my car and it's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, that's it for today, Sadie. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Where can people find you if they're wanting to to get a remote nurse job and they, they want to, you know, learn more about you and join your membership? Yeah. The best place is the website, theremotenurse.com. You can find everything there. I'm on Instagram and everything at The Remote Nurse. And then our Facebook groups, Remote Nursing Jobs, and then another one, Remote NP and PA Jobs. Those are the most active places that you can get a lot of good information. I'm not like heavily involved in those ones. So it's not like me giving all the information, but there's a lot of people in there who are either seeking jobs or have jobs. And it's a lot of good information. That's like the most active place. I would recommend going first, but the job board's on the website too, theremotenurse.com. Great. Guys, check her out. Thanks for listening. And remember to enjoy the journey. So that's a wrap. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode and leave me a review. If you like the show, I would love to get five stars. The Dr. Nurse podcast is on the World Wide Web, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, and TikTok. Subscribe to my newsletter for updates on new podcast episodes and other information to help you on your own nursing journey. You can always message me at the Dr. Nurse podcast at gmail.com with any career professions that you are interested in hearing about. And just a friendly reminder, the information on this podcast is for educational purposes only, and the information should not be used in substitute for professional care by a medical provider. The information in this podcast does not represent medical or professional advice or services.